Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Okay, before that, let me pray quickly right now. Heavenly Father, Lord, we acknowledge that you are our teacher. Holy Spirit, you are our teacher. And Lord, I pray that you will talk to us, speak to us, speak to everybody. God, I pray that you will, that you will speak to everybody. Lord, I know that uh, you are a powerful God doing great and mighty things. And so, God, I pray that you will work mightily, Lord God, in every, everybody's heart today. So thank you. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, as we all know, that the End Games series uh, just concluded last Sunday, February 27. And uh, the question right now is, how do you respond to those messages? Okay, I know that uh, a lot of people are uh, amazed with, uh, with the topics about revelation. Actually, uh, uh, a lot of people doesn't like the subject, but we have to. We we need to learn from from uh, from Revelation because I do believe that God has given that part of the Bible for us to know the the events that will uh, come to pass uh, in the future. Okay, and uh, there are some topics uh, mentioned. Uh, I just want to give you some. Uh, I just want to mention some uh, some of it. Okay, the end time events, okay, there will be persecutions, hardships, pestilences, or in other words, pandemics, okay? We have this COVID-19 pandemic right now, but I do believe uh, there will be more pandemics that uh, are coming. And also, uh, we have this famine, a uh, food shortage, Okay, that's why Pastor Arman is uh, always uh, uh, teaching us to really plant, <laughs> to really plant, not the plantita or plantito thing, <laughs> but um, plant vegetables that can be eaten, <laughs> that can be consumed by the family. Okay, and uh, apostasy is also discussed. Okay, the great rebellion, the abandonment of the faith by professed Christians. And also it was mentioned uh, uh, about the false prophets will arise and deceive many. Oh my goodness, this is the sad news here. That a lot of uh, false pro prophets will rise up and they will deceive a lot of people. Not, not just the uneducated ones. But I want to tell you, even the educated ones, katong mga feeling bright, okay, they are also being deceived. And in the last days, according to the Bible, the love of many will grow cold. That's hard, no? And also, rapture, second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ was uh, discussed. And also, the millennial reign of Christ. Some of uh, those things mentioned uh, happened already, okay, like persecutions, but uh, again, there will be persecutions still, okay, in the, in the end time. Uh, some are happening at the moment, 
and most of it will happen in the near future like rapture second coming and uh, also the reign of jesus christ for a thousand years so the the big question is when when is the rapture when is the second coming the answer is i DK. <laughs> That's the short one for I don't know. Okay? I, I don't know. No one knows. Acor according to the Bible, no one knows about the second coming, even the rapture. Second question Are you excited to be raptured? Okay? If uh, the rapture will happen right now, are you ready? Are you sure that you will be included? Are you sure nga, nga, you will see Jesus? You will see Jesus during that time, no? Okay? In my observation, I want to tell you, to be honest, okay? A lot of Christians are not ready for the rapture, for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? What do you think, sir? What do you think are the reasons? Okay, maybe right now you can ask yourself or you can do some evaluation. Okay, are you ready? Or you can ask yourself, am I ready to face Jesus? Am I ready to, be, to, to see the face of Jesus Christ if he returns right now? Revelation, Revelation chapter 21, uh, verse 1 to 8. Actually, I asked Lucas to, uh, to read this uh, particular passage of scripture right here. So I'm calling on Lucas. Okay, I think you can just hold your microphone and, uh, yeah, read. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. Then, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. Yeah. They will be his people people and god himself will be with them and be their god he will, will wipe, wipe every, every tear. tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away he he who was seated in the throne said i am, I am making, making everything, everything new, new. And then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without coast, coast. from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual immoral, immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, 
They will consign to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Wow! Thank you, Luke. You say bye to everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Great job, Lucas. Okay, as you can, as uh, let's go back to verse four. Uh, it says here, he will wipe tears from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. So in other words, okay, um, this made me think that the end times will not be easy, okay, because there will be tears and uh, there will be death, okay? Some of the people will be martyred. Some of them will, will die during persecution, we can, we can only think that uh, the end times will not be easy for, uh, for a lot of uh, people. In verse 7, uh, it says here, He who overcomes will inherit all this, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Okay, so we will be an overcomer. An overcomer actually is a person who overcomes something. One who succeeds in dealing with or gaining control of, of some problem or difficulty. Okay, so if you are called an overcomer, it means you have, you have gained control or you have overcame uh, a, uh, a uh, problem or uh, something difficult. Okay, so uh, I think uh, you, cannot be, you cannot be an overcomer if you... If you choose to live a hassle-free life in the end times, okay? The Bible prophesied that in the last days, you can never buy or sell without the mark, okay? The Bible sa said that. You can never buy or sell without the mark, okay? So, katong uh, those people later on uh, that they are afraid that they cannot go to the mall <laughs> and have some grocery or siguro uh, mauling, shopping, okay? Some of them will just, okay, uh, I give myself for, for the mark of the beast so that I will, I, I will have this hassle-free life, something like that, no? And uh, that, will be, that will be so sad. Okay, but the thing is, again, we have to be an overcomer. We have to overcome hard situations. Okay, so as we can see from the topics that was uh, that was discussed by uh, Pastor Arman, Kuya Arman, uh, end times will not be will not be very easy for all of us. There will be uh, a point of persecutions, trials, and a lot of things. Okay? So better be prepared. Okay? Because, as you can see, Jesus never promised a good or an easy life. Okay? Wala siya nag-ingon nga, if you follow me, it will be easy. Okay? It will be comfortable. No, according to the Bible, you have to carry your cross daily. Okay, and I mean the disciples died a terrible death as well. It's not easy. Uh, they did not live an easy life. Okay, so makita nato that that is something that you that you have to be prepared. Okay, so you have to prepare yourself. That end times is not an easy thing. Okay, because if you expect uh, that everything will be uh, easy, 
then if uh, yeah if there uh, if there are difficulties then you will be discouraged you will be depressed and then they you, you will surrender some some of the christians will commit suicide suicide or whatsoever yeah okay so that's not that's not a good thing so better prepare ourselves for the worst okay <laughs> okay so what should we do while waiting for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is my main topic right now. Actually, I love the song uh, uh, about uh, waiting. <laughs> uh, waiting by John Waller. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's an amazing song. Actually, I, I really like it. Okay. And uh, my topic for today is about S-W-A-T. That's SWAT. SWAT. Okay, a SWAT team is actually a group of police officers who have been specially trained to deal with very dangerous or violent situations. Let me remind you uh, again that uh, in the last days, Christian, Christians will be in so much danger. Okay, we will be the target of the enemy. For sure, you will experience violent situations. Okay? So as I, I, as I said a while ago, nah, it will not be an easy thing. Okay? The end times will not be very easy. Okay? So, uh, Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 20, it says here, Remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. This is the words of Jesus Christ. Okay? If uh, Jesus Christ died a terrible death, possibly we can also die a terrible death. Okay? Um, yeah, all the disciples actually of Jesus Christ died a terrible death as well, except for John the Beloved, okay? John the Beloved was uh, made like a fried chicken, <laughs> but uh, the, the, the boiling oil did not, uh, did not hurt him. That was amazing. That's why uh, he has to be thrown away in the island of Patmos because the, the, the boiling oil cannot kill him. But all of the other disciples were killed, okay? They, they were killed. Some of them were, were stabbed to death. Some of them are uh, beheaded. Uh, uh, Peter was crucified upside down. Okay? Uh, some of them are um, stoned to death. So it was not really um, easy. Okay? <laughs> Can you imagine? You will be stoned to death. That's hard. Okay? So, you know what? They all die. I want to tell you they all die because they disobey the law. The law says, do not preach about Jesus. Do not share about Jesus to anybody or else we will kill you. But the thing is, as you can see, uh, no one can hinder uh, the passion of these disciples in sharing the gospel to a lot of people. And because of that, uh, they, they died, okay? They followed the order of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, when Jesus Christ said, go and uh, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So up to the, the, the point of death, 
they obeyed Jesus Christ completely. Okay? So, that's it. Okay? SWAT is an abbreviation, actually, abbreviation for special weapons and tactics. But I'm giving you a different meaning today. Okay? Uh, are you ready? <laughs> okay. Special SWAT stands for special weapons and tactics. Okay. But I'm giving you another meaning to uh, another meaning to that today. Okay. So again, my topic is about what can we do? What shall we do? What should we do? Okay. Balik balik na no. While waiting. Uh, uh, for the rapture and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Sige, paspasan natin. Okay, number one, or letter S. Okay, letter S stand, stands for serve or service. Matthew chapter 25 verse 23, it says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. When you see, uh, when you see Jesus face, face to face, you will be held accountable as a servant, and you will be held accountable of your faithful service, not anything else. So you will be, you will be judged, or you will be uh, commended, maybe uh, uh, because of your service, faithful service unto the Lord. Okay? So, we, we as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are expected to serve. Okay? And Jesus also said, I came. Okay? Not to be served, but to serve. So, we as, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to serve as well. And that kind of service should be a faithful service. Yes? Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, it says here, uh, I'm using uh, CSB version. It says here, for God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you demonstrated for his name by serving the saints and by continuing to serve them. Okay, so makita nato, it says, it says here, we have to demonstrate love by serving the saints, by continuing to serve people. Okay, so kinahanglan ta mag-serve, kinahanglan ta, uh, we have to, we have to let, the, we have to let everybody know that we love them, and uh, through us, people will, will realize that they are loved by God. So you, you have to make yourself an instrument, okay? An instrument to be used by God to touch people's lives. Amen? So you need to love. Actually, we are commanded by God to love people. Okay? Even the Bible says, uh, even your enemies, you have, to, uh, you have to love your enemies. If, you are, if, if they are hungry, you have to feed them. If they are thirsty, you have to give them something to drink. <laughs> Not a drink with a poison. <laughs> but a yummy drink. Something that will refresh them. Okay, so uh, according to uh, First John, First uh, John chapter four, if you don't know how to love, it says there you don't know God. 
because God is love. So you are called to serve. You are called to serve and uh, you have to demonstrate love to a lot of people, especially the saints. Okay, there are biblical uh, or practical ways to serve. Okay, uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27, it says here, Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to act. Just to highlight, do not withhold good. Do good. Yeah. Okay, as, as, as much as possible. As often as possible. Okay? When it is in your power to act. Okay? So, we, we need to do good. Because, of course, we serve a good God. And you follow, you, uh, you follow Him. So, you have to be good. You have to, you have to do uh, something that is, uh, that, that is considered to be good to other people. Okay? So, di ba, napoy verse na gaingon nga, do uh, do what you expect others to do unto you. So, if you want people to be good to you, do good to other people. Yeah. Yes? Okay. Next, uh, uh, next, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. It says here, Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Wow. Whoever... Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. So, if you are kind to the poor, it is like <laughs> you, you, you are lending money to God. <laughs> and for sure, God can pay you. And uh, He can pay you more. Maybe if you lend uh, or if you give money to the poor, like 100 pesos, I want to tell you, God can give you more than 100 yeah. Okay, and possibly God can give you a thousand because of just a little thing that you have done for the poor. Okay, so uh, doing something for, for, uh, for the poor people, it pleases God so much and he wants to bless you. Okay, Matthew chapter 25 verse 40, it says here, uh, Truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Wow! So whatever we have done, kung unsa man atong nabuhat for, for, uh, for poor people or for the least of uh, our brothers and sisters, we are doing it unto the Lord. Okay? Actually, uh, there is also a passage of, uh, of the scripture that says... Um, but Jesus said, when I, was in, uh, when I was in prison, you visited me. Okay? When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. Okay? When I was cold, okay, naked, you clothed me. And then people ask, when? When, when did we do that, Lord Jesus? And then Jesus said, when you did this all to, to the list of your brothers and sisters, you are doing it to me. Yeah. Amen? So you have to be good. You have to serve other people and do good to them. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16, it also talks about being the light. Let your light shine. Okay? Let your light shine before men so that people will glorify God when they see your good deeds. Okay? And uh, 
Remember, Matthew chapter 23, verse 11 to 12, it also said here, The greatest among you will be your servant. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Okay, so if you, if you consider yourself to be servant, and you love serving other people, biblically speaking, you are considered to be great in the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen? So, makita natin, in the world, uh, most of the great, uh, those people, uh, those people who, who consider themselves great, they want service, okay? They want to receive service from other people. Okay, that's why some of them actually, they wanted to have more uh, servants, they, have, uh, they wanted to have more uh, slaves to serve them because they, uh, they think that as long as a lot of people are serving them, they are great they, or they will become uh, superior, they will become uh, greater, okay? But in the sight of God, in the biblical perspective, it's so different. If you serve, then you will be the greatest in the kingdom of God. So, what do you want to be? Do you want to be the least? <laughs> or do you want to be the great? So, this is it, mga kaigsonan. We have to serve in whatever way we can. Serve. Serve people. Serve the least. I want to tell you there are also people that... They love to serve those rich people. Para lang, uh, they will be repaired, uh, uh, repaid with, uh, with favors, maybe. Something like that. Kasi kabalo sila na uh, if you serve the rich, then the rich people uh, can, uh, can uh, give you tip or can give you more money or something like that. And then the, the, the poor and uh, the needy cannot repay you for whatever service you can. But I want to tell you, Jesus is clear, the Bible is clear, that when you serve even to the list of uh, our brothers and sisters, you are lending unto the Lord. You are doing it unto the Lord. Okay? So, serve. Serve. Don't, don't be choosy in serving people. Okay? Don't serve the, the rich people. <laughs> Don't, uh, I want to tell you, I, I have been to, uh, to uh, churches na kanabang, uh, if the rich people are in the church, all of the attention, all, all of the attentions are being given to uh, the rich people or the famous ones, something like that. And those uh, that are poor are being set aside. Okay? Wala na sila ginatagad. Oh, Man, but I want to tell you, we have to serve uh, the people of God, even the list of our brothers and sisters, and you will be considered great in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's it. And also, one practical way of serving is praying for people. Okay, yeah, this is just so practical. Sometimes, no, uh, you don't have to go to somebody else's house uh, just to uh, do service. By praying, by intercession, okay, by, uh, by including uh, some of, uh, of the people that are in need, you include them in your daily devotions, you, you include them in your prayer time, you are serving. Yeah. Amen? 
So simply as that. So pinagyana, you 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 are serving the Lord. You are serving the people, and with that service, you will be uh, you will be rewarded by God. Later on, God will say, "Well done, good and faithful servant. Come in to my kingdom." Hallelujah. So again, uh, the measure that, that God will use for you to be given reward is the way you serve other people. Okay? Amen? So start serving. <laughs> start serving now. Don't ever delay. Okay? So that uh, we will become great in the kingdom of God, of God. So that's S. Letter S. And the next one is W. Okay? And uh, that is for worship. Of course, we all know about worship. Okay? True worship is valuing or treasuring God above all things. Okay? So if you, if you worship God, it means you are giving God value or worth. Okay? So it means that the Lord is the most important person in your life. Okay? The Lord is the, the most valuable thing in your life. But I want to tell you, I have observed that... Um, a lot of people doesn't uh, give value to God, no? If, if, uh, if you will give somebody a cell phone and then a Bible, okay? Most of the people will choose the cell phone. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I think, yeah, they can install Bible in the, in the cell phone, no? <laughs> but the thing is, kalabang, uh, when... when uh, when you put something like God and something else, most of the people choose the other, uh, the other, uh, the other way around compared, uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, rather than choosing God. Okay, so that is sad. So uh, true worship is giving God value. Okay, I want to tell you, I want to warn you with this. There are a lot of Christians that are giving God Vain worship. What is this vain worship? Okay, Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 to 9, it says here, These people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me. There are a lot of people that they worship God, okay, with their lips, with their hands maybe. Okay, and there are also there are also people na I, I don't want to be judgmental. I just I don't want to be uh, critical. But but there are people na uh, during praise and worship maybe they dance, maybe they jump, nagkiat lang ang agi. But uh, and they and they thought they are worshiping the Lord. But the thing is, it's it's uh, worship worshiping God in vain because um, the the heart. Okay, their heart is far away from God. It's not really a heartfelt worship. Sometimes, no? Sometimes when you love the song, okay? Diba? Sometimes when you love the song, oh, you want to raise your hands and uh, whatsoever. But if you don't love the song, okay? Maragula uh, lang. It doesn't affect you at all. I don't think that's worship. Okay? I do believe that, uh, I do believe that uh, even though maybe you don't know the song or maybe you don't like the song or, yeah. Uh, but then the thing is, 
you can still worship God. It's the attitude of the heart. Okay? So it's not just a, uh, it is not just about something that you like. Okay? So uh, if, uh, if uh, you sing song unto the Lord and it is always based on what you like, okay? So I think something is wrong. Okay? <laughs> because worshiping the Lord is giving God something that he deserves it's not about you it's not about your preference but it's about god so when you worship him you have to give him the best okay so what is then an authentic worship okay john chapter 4 verse 23 i do believe uh, you have been hearing a, a, a lot of uh, lessons about this i just want to touch this uh, a little bit so yeah john chapter 4 verse uh, 23 to 24, it says here, the hour is coming and uh, is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and uh, truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship. Okay? God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Okay? So, uh, let me repeat that. It says here, the Father is seeking for such people to worship him. Those people that worship God in spirit and in truth. Okay? So, we worship God authentically when we know him truly and treasure him. When you treasure God, then that's authentic. When you give God value or worth, that is an authentic worship. Okay, so worship depends on a right spiritual or emotional or affectional heart grasp of God's supreme value. So worship is based on a right understanding of God's nature and it is a right valuing of God's worth. Okay, so if you know in your heart, if you know, uh, if you know that, I mean, uh, if you really have that heart that you value God more than anything, then that's true worship. That's authentic worship. Okay? Uh, you don't worship God because of whatever you can receive Him. Or you can receive from Him. Sorry. You can, uh, uh, that's not true worship. If you just do something in, in order for God to give you what you want, then that's not true worship. Okay, so it's not about whatever blessing that you receive. Okay, uh, I know God is faithful. He sees a lot of things. Tanani Mungibuhat will be will be uh, honored by God. Will be received by God. But kalabang if you if you uh, if God will bless you something, okay, that's it. That's that's a good thing. Pero don't just do something in exchange of something that you want. Or something great that you that you are praying for, okay? <laughs> so um, yeah, worship the Lord, give Him the greatest value, okay? I want to tell you a lot of people uh, when it comes to test, uh, a lot of people will value worldly things more than God, yeah. and that's the sad uh, that's a sad thing because um, e everything in this world will pass away. Okay, your updated cell phones or gadgets or your uh, your um, your um, beautiful car, your beautiful house, 
Okay, if these are your priorities, I want to tell you, sooner or later, you can never bring them uh, to your grave. Okay, so value God more than uh, these uh, worldly things. Okay, what are some of the expressions of worship? Of course, singing, clapping, uh, raising up your hands, jumping, okay, uh, kneeling, bowing, crying. You can worship God with your emotions. Okay? Oh, I, I have heard somebody ng, uh, oh, the, the worship is so emotional, Uy, something like that. But God has given us emotion. We, we, uh, it's better to use it to worship the Lord. You can cry. You can, you can, um, you can uh, shout. You can laugh as you worship the Lord. Because God has given us emotions. Okay? So you can, you can use that for uh, in worshiping the Lord. But just be sure that it is done in the heart. Okay? It is authentic. It is real. Just be sure it is real. <laughs> but there are, uh, because there are a lot of people na, kanabang, uh, they're, they're faking it. Fake news. <laughs> uh, just uh, a short, um, a short story. Okay, um, one time I uh, I was assigned to lead. Uh, I I was the worship leader of a uh, parabang uh, a seminar. One time, it is uh, called Fresh Oil Conference, <laughs> and then it was uh, a conference done for four days and four nights, I think, and. Um, yeah, after the preaching of the word, there will always be kalabang uh, altar call, and uh, they are putting people into lines. Okay, so para kung matumbang isa katao, dili siya, dili maipit ng uban. So naasilay line, okay, na row, second row, third row, something like that. Enough nga uh, space for uh, people to fall. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you know what? In the first row, in which naasa kung atubangan, just in front of me, okay, everybody fell except for one lady, an old lady. <laughs> okay, and then shalang uh, nakatindog uh, dito, and I noticed her because kalabang nagmovie yung mata, ginatanaw niya nga, oh, everybody fell, and then shalang ang nagtindog. And so, so what she did was nagpatumpatumba na lang siya. <laughs> and I can, I, I, I know it's fake because I can see her. She's really in front of me. So she's faking it. So uh, there are a lot of people nga kalabang, uh, yeah, they're faking a lot of things. And that is not, that is not good. <laughs> okay? So just be real. Just be authentic. Hebrews 13, verse 15 to 16. It says here, Through Him, then, uh, this is through Christ, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge His name. But then as I do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Okay, so worship, worshiping the Lord is not just uh, singing. It's not just lifting up your hands. Okay, giving, by the way, is worship. The way you get, the, 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 the moment you give unto the Lord financially, okay, it's worship. The moment you, you allow yourself to be used by God for whatever service that you can give to a lot of people, that is still worship. Okay, that's why it says here, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. 
Wow. That's amazing. Okay? So I hope na uh, worship, uh, we have to worship the Lord and uh, make it a lifestyle. Amen? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I do believe even in the online uh, FB Live that we are doing every, uh, every Sunday. Okay? Na I worship leader, nasa tilibot. Uh, sometimes, yeah, uh, given na, no, na while, while uh, we are watching uh, the the FB live uh, we wash di dishes maybe we eat or maybe we're, we're doing gardening or something but again is uh, the, again uh, we have to be serious food okay uh, even though you're washing dishes just worship the Lord and it should be heartfelt okay just just give your worship best worship unto God third letter A attend Gatherings or attend fellowships. Okay, Hebrews. Uh, I know, again, uh, I know that you have been hearing this, uh, uh, this verse, okay, that says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says here, Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching okay i want to repeat that part encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching oh i want to tell you the fellowship of the brethren the the gathering of the saints is so powerful Okay, when you're down, you can be encouraged, okay? And uh, sometimes now with this pandemic, uh, with this pandemic, uh, it has done a great damage. This pandemic uh, made, made a great damage in the lives of a lot of people nowadays, okay? The virus did not kill people physically only, but... I want to tell you, this virus caused a spiritual death to many Christian, to Christians worldwide. So, uh, the, the COVID-19 did not kill physical people, uh, kanang physical part of uh, every individual lang, no? Or those people nga namatay na. Okay, dili lang, dili lang kato, okay, ang, uh, ang uh, nabuhat sa virus, sa COVID-19. Actually, ang number one nga namatay is uh, the, the, the spiritual life of uh, Christians, a lot of Christians. Okay? It caused uh, spiritual death to a lot of people. And uh, you know what? Many people consider food as essential. Okay? <laughs> food is essential. But chose to neglect the importance of fellowship. They settle to that lie that spiritual nourishment is an essential part of our life, our being. I want to tell you, I want to remind you, please listen. Um, this body, okay, that you feed, okay, at least three, three times a day will die, okay? If... Uh, Food for, for the physical body is essential. Diba? Sometimes you, uh, you go to the grocery to buy food because you consider it as essentials. Essential right now during this pandemic. 
Okay? But I want to tell you, this body will die sooner or later. Bisag unsaon panani mo pagpakaon. Bisag whatever protective measures that you will use. Okay? Maybe you wear three masks. Okay, at the same time, and then shield, siguro nga dako kaayo, whatsoever. I want to tell you, when you do that, okay, you can be protected for a while maybe, okay, but it doesn't give you a guarantee that you will not die. We will all die. We will all die. But I want to tell you, we have to give importance to our soul and spirit because your soul and spirit will live throughout all eternity. Your physical body will die. If you consider food, the physical food to be essential, I want to tell you, the spiritual nourishment is more essential. The gathering of the saints is more essential than food. Okay, in in reality, that's the truth, no? Ah, that's the truth. Okay, I have this experience as a young believer. Okay, as a young believer, that I I I have experience that if I if one Sunday I I I will not be able to attend church, matingala ko. That in the next Sunday, I don't, I will, I will not have the passion or I will not have the feeling to go to church. Okay, the moment maskip, makaskip ko og one Sunday. Okay, I will not, I will not, uh, I, 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 I don't have the feeling, I or I don't have the joy of going to the church the following Sunday na pod. So, in my experience, basa masugdan ng makabsent ko. Most of the time, na I, siguro three to four Sundays ng dili ko kasimba. It is because of one skip Sunday. Okay, so I made up my mind. I made up my mind. I anak ko sa kung kagalingon. I will never skip one Sunday that I will not go to church. I want to go to church every Sunday. That's it. Because I want to maintain the fire, the passion of God in my heart. Okay, I don't want, I don't want, uh, I, I don't want to be, kana uh, maluya gani in in serving the Lord, maluya sa 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 pag worship or maluya in in the fellowship. No, I don't like it. Okay, yeah, I don't like the feeling nga makaabsent sa church. That's why I make it to the point nga gusto ko I will go to church every Sunday, though I have a headache, though gikalibanga ko. Maybe wala ko pa masaya. I can I I just have to go to the church because I don't want I don't want to to lose the passion. I don't want nga kalabang mabug na ako in 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 my relationship with God. Okay, so I don't want I don't want to be absent because it will give me more absences in the future. So. Makita nato in with this pandemic, with this pandemic right now, a lot of people, a lot of people chose to be in their houses because yeah, for your protection. Yeah, I understand that, but I want to tell you that that gathering of the saints fellowship is important. It's essential. Okay. It is commanded by God. We have, we have to connect with other believers. We have to fellowship, okay? And you know what? 
the church building is not powerful. The gathering of the saints is. Okay? The gathering of the saints causes Satan to tremble. That's why he's, uh, he's, uh, he's allowing this thing to happen, the pandemic, so, so we, cannot, uh, we cannot fellowship, we cannot, uh, we cannot gather together as a church, something like that. So I do believe Satan is doing this because he is afraid. He is trembling the moment we gather together. I want to tell you the gathering of the saints is so powerful and Satan doesn't want it. Please uh, understand this, uh, brothers and sisters, okay? Uh, we, need, we need to fellowship. We need to be gathered together as a family for encouragement. Again, it says in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Okay? Rapture will... will will be done sooner or later or the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ will uh, will be done soon tapos if you are if you are just hiding <laughs> and if <laughs> and uh, yeah you're not you're you're not on fire okay according to the bible if you are lukewarm okay do you want that to happen i don't think so you don't want I, I, you don't want to be you don't want to go to hell i'm i'm so sure but the thing is you need to have a decision you need to make a decision right now amen so please choose to gather together Val, uh, value um, relationships value fellowship value the gathering of the saints this is very important unto god Okay, uh, maybe uh, sometimes no, we, are, we, we say na if you're feeling sick, don't go to church or don't fellowship kasi matakta ng uban. But we, forgot the, we forget the fact ba that God whom we serve is a powerful God. He is a healer. He can heal you. Whatever, whatever sicknesses that you have, God can heal you. Okay, that's, that's, that's a fact. Uh, that is something that we have to understand that God is the healer. And nowadays, I think a lot of people forget that. Okay? So please be reminded of that. Hallelujah. Okay? So, importante. Importante kaayo. It's essential to have fellowship. Okay? To gather together as a family. Okay? That's number three. Uh, let's go to number four. That's letter T. And, uh, yeah, originally... Uh, tactical. I want to use this uh, this phrase or these two words right now. Tactical obedience. Tactical means relating to or uh, constituting actions carefully planned to gain a specific milita military end. Okay, it is constituting actions carefully planned to gain specific military end so it is uh, something that you have to be careful you have to plan you have to be strategic in order for that uh, activity to be successful okay so that's that's the uh, tactical but if you use that two terms together <clears throat> tactical obedience uh, 
And if you try to search the net for that, it will lead you to uh, the training of canine dogs. Okay, <laughs> it's utterly uh, about canine dogs being trained. Okay, in other words, obedience that is carefully trained and planned to gain specific results uh, important to the deployment of police dogs to achieve safer and more efficient usage. So can you imagine the dogs are being trained for, for, for them to do their job so well? Okay, I want to tell you, dogs are good. If they are trained so well, uh, they can really perform so good. Okay, sometimes maybe they're better than uh, <laughs> humans. <laughs> okay, they're good with it as long as they are trained. Okay, so the problem is, uh, <laughs> again, as I have said, sometimes dogs are better. <laughs> but <laughs> we're Christians. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We should be better. Okay? In the Christian world, we have what we call <clears throat> discipleship. This is our way of training people. Most of the members of uh, Maranatha Family Church, we have experienced modular class in the past. Okay? And also, we have this discovery Bible study. And also we have this uh, home groups, okay, uh, that we gather around for training, okay. We, uh, we are trained. I do believe uh, most of us uh, have uh, known a lot of scriptures. But the thing is, they are not being applied, okay. Uh, remember, dogs are being trained so that they will be deployed later on, okay, and they will really perform. So uh, dogs can, uh, can perform, so are we, okay? Uh, we can also perform. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people are trained already, but the problem is uh, we, we never put it into action. We, we failed to apply whatever learnings that we had. I remember, I remember the, the story about the fishermen <clears throat> that never went to fish. <laughs> okay, there. Uh, uh, I just want to read some part of it. Okay, <clears throat> this is a story actually. It says here, now it came to pass that a group existed who called themselves fishermen. And lo, there were many fish in the waters all around. In fact, <clears throat> the whole area was surrounded by streams and lakes filled with fish, and the fish were hungry. Wow. Week after week, month after month, and year after year, this who called themselves fishermen met in meetings and talked about their call to fish, the abundance of the fish, and how they might go about fishing. Year after year, they carefully defined what fishing means, defended the uh, fishing as an occupation and declared that fishing is always to be a primary task for fishermen, of course. Continually, they searched for new and better methods of fishing and for new and better definitions of fishing. They created witty slogans and displayed them on big, beautiful banners. These fishermen built large, beautiful buildings called fishing headquarters. The plea was that everyone should be 
a fisherman and every fisherman should fish. But one thing they didn't do. They did not fish. <laughs> okay. Uh, in addition to meeting regularly, they organized a board to send out fishermen to other places where, uh, where there were many fish. The board hired staffs and appointed committees and held many meetings to define fishing, to defend fishing, and to decide what new streams should be thought about. But the staff and committee members did not fish. Large, uh, elaborate, and expensive training centers were built whose original and uh, primary purpose was to teach fishermen how to fish. Over the years, courses were offered on the needs of fish, the nature of fish, where to find fish, the psychological reaction of the fish, <laughs> and how to appro approach and feed the fish. Those who taught had doctorates in fishology, <laughs> but the teachers did not fish. <laughs> they only taught fishing. Year after year, after tedious training, many were graduated and were giving fisher uh, fishing license. Uh, many who felt the call to, fi uh, to be fishermen responded. They were commissioned and sent to fish. But like the fishermen back home, they never fished. And so on and so forth. Okay? They have a lot of trainings. They trained so much. They uh, spend, spent a lot of money for the trainings. But the problem is that they never went fishing. And I want to tell you, <clears throat> there are a lot of Christians as well. They have been in so many Bible studies. They have been hearing the word of God every Sunday. They have been taught about go and share the gospel to a, to a lot of people. But the sad thing is, they never went to fish. They never went sharing the gospel to a lot of people. And that's so sad. Again, uh, there are a lot of people now. you don't need trainings now. Actually, you don't need to know all the scriptures in the Bible in order for you to be qualified to be somebody who will evangelize. If you can only know few verses in the Bible, but you are willing to go and uh, share the gospel, you can do it actually. I, I have seen a lot of people that the only verse that they know is John 3.16 and that's it. But they are willing to go and share the gospel. Yeah. But I want to tell you, there are a lot of people, they have been in Bible school, they have been trainings, but the sad thing is they don't uh, apply whatever they have learned. Yeah. Okay? So don't, don't be like these fishermen who never went fishing. They have, they have doctorate in physiology. <laughs> they even know the psychological feelings of fish. <laughs> but the, the, the sad thing is they never went. They never go out fishing. Ah, that's sad, no? We have this call. God has called us to go and preach the gospel to a lot of people. We are mandated. God has given us the great commission. Go 
and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Okay? But a lot of Christians right now, especially with this pandemic, they are afraid. They are so afraid of the virus. They are, they, uh, they are so afraid na matakdan sila sa virus. Okay? And because of that fear, they don't want to go, uh, go out to people and uh, share the gospel to a lot of people. Yeah, I, I remembered. I have a friend uh, who is a pastor. His name is uh, Gary. Uh, the wife's name is Chona. Okay, as uh, they, are, they were my friends, inaanak na ko ilang anak. And uh, I heard the news that I think last year uh, the, the wife died because of COVID. Because what they did was uh, they, they went to go minister, okay? They shared uh, some, uh, some supplies to uh, people that are in need. So they went from home, uh, house to house and uh, shared whatever they had. Okay, and because of that, they, they had this virus. And uh, sad to say, both of them really are, uh, were infected with the virus. They were in the same room, but uh, the wife did not make it. She died. Okay, it's, it's sad. What I want to tell you, it's better. <laughs> it's better to die doing what God has called you to do than doing nothing. Diba? Because great, the, the, your reward will be great in heaven. Okay, according to the Bible, na it is good na when Jesus Christ will come back or when you die, you are found to be doing what you are called to to do. So that's that's amazing. Uh, anyway, we will all die. The Bible will all we will all die, naman. So better use whatever we have, our time, our energy. To proclaim God's word to a lot of people. That's our call. That's why we are here. Yeah. Amen. You are here. Please listen to this. You are here for a very important purpose. You are here not to acquire more properties. You are here not to, to have more money. Actually, your, uh, your ultimate goal, your primary purpose of existence is to make Jesus Christ known to a lot of people. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of people that are in need of salvation. They just need somebody to share the word of God to them. Avail yourself. Make yourself available for that purpose. Uh, I am now towards the, the conclusion. Every Christian is actually called to be soldiers in the army of God. Amen? SWAT is about the uh, police, special weapon and tactics. It's a group of people that are trained specially to accomplish uh, what they are expected to do. Okay? Please consider yourself to be part of the SWAT team. A people or an individual trained uh, trained by God to accomplish a lot of things. Again, remember, uh, tactical or uh, being, uh, being part of the SWAT is uh, you, have to, uh, you have to be strategic, you have to plan something, and you have to accomplish something. Okay? And I do believe all of us went uh, through a lot of training already, and we are 
we are uh, uh, ready for that. Okay? And so, as a soldier of uh, the king, uh, we, are also, uh, we are also encouraged uh, to wear the armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18, no? Uh, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you, may, you, you can take your stand against the schemes, the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark, dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with the feet fitted with the, the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up uh, the shield of faith which, uh, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh, yeah, I just want to emphasize this. It says here, you have to stand your ground. Stand your ground. <laughs> Fearlessly. But the sad thing, I just want to repeat this again. The sad thing is, when this pandem pandemic came, uh, most of us are afraid. Natalaw tang tanan. Okay? We are so afraid about it. Okay, but the thing is, we have this, we have this armor. We have this protection. And we have the covering of God. The, the blood of Jesus Christ is covering you as well. Okay? That even though, okay, even though maybe um, you will, uh, uh, COVID will kill you, the thing is, you will see God right away. And you will spend, uh, spend eternity with God uh, already. So it's a win-win situation. And uh, I want to give emphasis right now to Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. I want to highlight the word coward right now. Because I do believe there are a lot of Christians who became coward nowadays. We are afraid. We are so afraid. Okay? Sometimes, no, kung naiubo din ha, or somebody who is coughing, sometimes we are so afraid. <laughs> a lot of people are afraid of dying. I want to tell you, sooner or later, we will all die. <laughs> but it is better to die doing what God has called you to do than uh, to die and you have done nothing. You have accomplished nothing. Diba? That's sad. So I think it's better to work the work of the Lord, do the work of the Lord while we can still do it. Amen? Because uh, the Bible also said that uh, we have to redeem time because the days are evil. Uh, maybe later on, uh, so right now, it's, it's time for us to serve. It's time for us to do something great for, 
for God. Amen? We have to fight this battle. We have to fight for the salvation of people. Okay? Uh, you know what? Uh, a lot of people are being uh, controlled by the devil right now. There are a lot of people that are in Satan's territory and then they are being tortured. They need somebody to rescue them. They need somebody to pull them away from Satan. And we cannot save them if you're just hiding. If you're hiding in your houses. If you're just hiding uh, in, in your comfort zone. If you're just hiding wherever you are. And people are dying. People are being tortured by Satan. That's sad. We have a world to win. We have a lot of people to win for Jesus Christ. Yeah. We have to fight for this people that are being uh, controlled by Satan. We have to do something to save them. Amen? We have to do something uh, in order for them to know Jesus Christ. If you, if you will just avail yourself to, to be an instrument para gamito ni Lord nga magwali uh, for, this, for the salvation of a lot of people, that will be great. Amen? So right now, please don't waste time. Right now, we are at level one. Okay, I think we have uh, freedom to do uh, things, okay, meetings, fellowship, let's do it. I just don't know what will happen uh, after the election, pero while we can still do something right now, please do something for, for God. As soldier of the king, as uh, a member of the SWAT team, we have to do something strategically right now. Amen? We have to save more people. We have to usher in more people in the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters, we are called to fight a good fight of faith. We have to take hold of the eternal life to which we are called. When you were made your good confession, when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So uh, Paul is saying to Timothy, fight a good fight of faith. And this is my encouragement for everybody here. We have to fight a good fight of faith. You are a soldier of the king. You are part of the SWAT team. Do something for God. Win souls for Jesus Christ. We are towards the end, the end times. So it is better to serve the Lord now. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.